in our novena during this time for Pentecost. That is, when we say novena, we mean, novena means nine, the word nine. So it's a nine-day preparation from the ascension to Pentecost, praying for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And one thing it's important to know when we say, okay, I'm praying for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Father, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? You ever say that? Like, I'm praying for the gifts of, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? I have no idea what the gifts of the Holy Spirit were. I was falling asleep during my catechism class. I have no idea. What, were, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? So, we, so it's good to know, what are these gifts of the Holy Spirit? And to distinguish the gifts, because there's different types of gifts, and the different type of gifts help us and help to build up the church in different ways. So there are what are called charismatic gifts, there are sanctifying gifts, and then there are hierarchical gifts of the church. So there's three different categories. I could go into sacramental gifts, but I'm not going to go. That's another homily for another day. So know that there's other categories there. So charismatic gifts. Charismatic gifts are gifts meant to build up the church. A lot of times charismatic gifts are spontaneous. So a person with a gift of healing, okay, someone comes up to them and they say, Father, can you pray over me? Or deacon, can, or can you pray over me? And if that person has the gift of healing, they pray over them and there can be a healing that's manifested. That would, that would be a charismatic gift of healing. So charismatic gifts are a little bit more spontaneous. They're meant to build up the church. They should be welcomed, but also discerned. So they're welcomed, but they're discerned also by the church. Because you have to d discern whether the gift is truly from God or truly from the person, or if it's from the evil one, because the evil one can also imitate these gifts. That, that's, you know, that's a whole nother homily there. But we're going to focus on positive. So there's these charismatic gifts that help to build up the church. Charismatic gifts do not sanctify you. So you could have the gift of working miracles. It does not mean you're holy. If you have the gift of working miracles, that has nothing to do about your holiness. It's solely meant for building up the church. Then you have the second category, which is sanctifying gifts. So the sanctifying gifts, you need the sanctifying gifts for salvation. And what are the, say, the seven sanctifying gifts of the Holy Spirit that we've been praying for in our novena for Pentecost? First, fear of the Lord. You have to have fear and awe of the Lord. What's the second one? Piety. You need piety. You need devotions, such as our praying novena. That's a gift of piety. That's there. Fortitude. You're going to need fortitude. You're going to need strength. In this life because there's going to be storms and waves that will hit you in this life that will, that will try to bring you the, in the opposite direction. So you need fortitude. Fortitude is not active. It's not courage. Courage is more an active gift. Fortitude is to endure. See that? So courage, if you think of a, a boxer, you know, a boxer that hits, that's courage. But a boxer that gets hit 
and he stands on his feet, that's fortitude. That's endurance. So if you think of Rocky, you know, if you haven't seen Rocky, please see Rocky. You know, I, I lived around New Jersey, Philadelphia, Italians. Yeah, everyone knows Rocky in my area. If you haven't seen Rocky, see that movie, because that's fortitude, where Rocky is taking the punches. That's fortitude. Then we have counsel. We need counsel in life. Sometimes we need to make a decision, and, and we need to guide a person, or we need to be guided in that decision. Counsel is, is a gift that's given to someone else, to help someone else. Then knowledge, you need knowledge, which is knowing the truth, knowing the scriptures, knowing God, even knowing yourself, knowledge of self. That's important, self-knowledge, know yourself. And if you don't have, if you don't have knowledge of yourself, you can always ask for that. Because there's things that we know about ourselves, and then there's blind spots that we don't know about ourselves. And we need the Holy Spirit to enlighten us. Then understanding, which is the sixth gift, where we have an understanding of the Word of God, the understanding of scriptures. Not our own understanding, but as the church and the Holy Spirit would interpret the scriptures. And then finally, the gift of wisdom, which is the greatest of the seven sanctifying gifts of the Holy Spirit. Wisdom is to desire divine things. It's to have a hunger and thirst for things above this earth, a hunger and desire. These seven sanctifying gifts of the Holy Spirit are necessary for salvation. You need them for salvation. You can't be holy, sanctity, unless you have these seven sanctifying gifts because they help the virtues. The seven sanctifying gifts help the cardinal virtues and then help the three theological virtues. So where are the three theological virtues? Faith, hope, and love. And you need faith, hope, and love to get into heaven. You could work miracles and not get into heaven. But if you don't have faith, hope, and love, you won't get into heaven. You see that? You could maybe not have the gift of miracles or the gift of healing or charismatic gifts. But if you had these sanctifying gifts, you can still get into heaven. Now, what is the third category. Third category is hierarchical gifts. And these are meant to build up the church. So the hierarchical gift that P Peter received today, Peter's receiving a hierarchical gift. What is the gift that he's receiving today? The gift of being a pastor, a shepherd. You know, we, the, the word pastor actually comes from shepherd. And, and that's, a, that's a hierarchical gift. A priest, re, priest can receive that when they're made a pastor of a church. Really, they're being made a shepherd. A bishop receives that because he's a shepherd not just of one church, but an entire diocese, an entire location. An archbishop is even, you know, more, you know, if you want, that's why these are hierarchical gifts is a shepherd over a larger territory, the archdiocese. And then you have the Pope, who's a shepherd, not just of one church, or a section, or a country, but over the entire church. And that's why we need to always pray for the Pope. And so this hierarchical gift that Jesus gave to Peter, 
I always like what Father Chris Aylor says, that God has the authority to delegate his authority to someone else. So Jesus, he's delegating his authority. He's delegating the keys of the kingdom to Peter. But he's given him a hierarchical gift to be a pastor, to be a shepherd. How do we know that? Because Jesus says, uh, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? So love is the greatest of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And Peter says, yes, Lord, do you know that I love you? And then, then what image does Jesus use? He says, feed my lambs. Notice that? Who's he calling the lambs? All of us are the lambs. All of us are lambs. And then he says, tend my sheep. Who are the sheep? We're all sheep. Even though you may not think you're a sheep, but we are sheep. We're a lot like sheep. We just go around. We're kind of dumb. We eat grass. We go in the wrong pastures. We get tied up in thorns like a sheep does. And we need to listen to our shepherd's voice. And then at the end, he says, feed my sheep. So who's the one who feeds lambs, tends the sheep, and feeds the sheep? It's the shepherd. The shepherd does that. So Jesus is giving this hierarchical gift to Peter to be a shepherd, to be a pastor. And St. Paul talks about these hierarchical gifts. He says some are made apostles, some are made shepherds, some are made teachers, some are made evangelists. These are hierarchical gifts to build up the church. It, it, these are not necessary for salvation. You could be a bishop, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be saved. See that? A person who's a bishop, it's meant to serve the people of God, but that's not necessary for salvation. So you have to distinguish between the purpose of these gifts. But it is necessary to build up the church. We need bishops to build up the church. We need the hierarchical gifts and the structure of the church to help us, to bring us, say, the sacraments today. And so how does Peter, when he receives this gift of being a shepherd, then Jesus prophesies about Peter. He prophesies as far as what kind of shepherd that Peter is going to be. Like Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for a sheep. That's how the good shepherd shows his love for his sheep. He's going to lay down his life for a sheep. And so what does Peter do? Not immediately at this point in Peter's life, but later on Jesus prophesies that Peter will give his life for the sheep, for the church. That Peter will be a good shepherd and that Peter will die for the sheep and he will show the supreme act of love, supreme act of fortitude, a virtue of fortitude, which is what is called martyrdom, which is to witness to your faith and to give your life for the love of someone else. And Peter does that at the end of his life in Rome, where he's crucified, and before he was about to be raised up on the cross, he has to be turned upside down. And that's where Peter was turned upside down and died upside down 
on a cross. And, he, and the place where he died was Vatican Hill. That's why we have St. Peter's Basilica on Vatican Hill to this day. So there's all a connection. And do you know that they found the bones of St. Peter? I think it was in like 1920s that they actually found the bones of St. Peter. And they, and they did um, forensic analysis on the bones of St. Peter. And they said that he was, he was over like six foot tall. And they said he was big and strong. So you can imagine that. He was the captain of the ship. And Peter, was, he was a strong individual. He was a fisherman. And Jesus turned this fisherman into a shepherd and into a good shepherd who gave his life for the Lord. Why is Peter such a good example? Because Peter did not have it all together in his life. You see that in the Gospels. You see where he stumbles and he falls and he's imperfect. I'm so glad that the evangelist did not hide Peter's sins, did not hide his imperfections. Because sometimes when we see ourselves and we say, oh, I'm stumbling, I'm falling, you know, am I going to do this? Well, just always look at the example of Peter. Because Peter was the same way. He was stumbling and falling. And it wasn't until he received the gift of the Holy Spirit, Pentecost, that he was changed. And the Lord still, and the Holy Spirit, and the Lord still worked with him. But by the end of his life, this Peter was willing to die for Jesus. And he was willing to die for the church. And he gives us that supreme example of being a pastor, of someone who gives his life for God and the church. And that's why we always have to pray for the Pope. We always have to pray for our bishops that they, that they have the same charism of Peter. Pray for your priests, pray for your deacons. Because we can stumble and fall. We can be afraid. We can, at that moment where, you know, we have that opportunity to give our life, we can be afraid like Peter and deny the Lord. Or have that gift of fortitude and be willing to give our lives for the Lord. And so these hierarchical gifts are good. They should be accepted. So we should accept both the hierarchical gifts, dimension of the church, the structure, we need that. We should also accept the charismatic gifts, the charismatic structure, which is good to help build up the church. But most of all, we should accept the sanctifying gifts of the Holy Spirit. Those sanctifying gifts are the gifts that will make us saints. And those are the gifts that we need for salvation. How do you receive these gifts? You just, you pray for them. But God distributes his gifts as he wills. And so whatever you receive, it's up to God. It's not up to you. It's up to God, whatever gifts that he wants to give you. But he still wants us to pray for these gifts. Pray and open up your heart to receive the Holy Spirit, to receive these gifts of God that he wants to give you 
Now, the hierarchical gifts, of course, is, is different because that's through the, the church. So you just can't pray to be a bishop and, you know, be a bishop. I mean, there is, you know, certain criteria and everything. So hierarchical gifts are different to receive those. There's more structured within the church. But pray for whatever gifts that you need, and God will he'll bestow on, on you the gifts that you need to help you to help build up the church and to help you to sanctify you in this life in order to help you to get to heaven.
For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from... Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.